London Property, home of Super Prime, where you can find informative, educational and entertaining content covering all aspects of property. So, Jeremy, thank you for seeing us today. Thank you, Farnas. We wanted to talk to you about what's been going on in the Mayfair market in the first quarter of uh, 2021. So uh, the first quarter of 2021 in the prime central London Mayfair market has been challenging, um, principally because we haven't got overseas buyers coming across. And um, although we managed to trade very well through the initial lockdown periods, this one has been different. Um, the, the streets of Mayfair are very quiet. The streets around Belgravia and Knightsbridge are very quiet. And uh, it's been an issue, but we are aware from our discussions with our clients, they are desperate to get back to London. So it has been a difficult time. But we are seeing some activity, but not enough. It's going to improve. So the general uh, excitement that we've all seen in the market has been domestically driven. And as you say, the market in Mayfair has been, it is very international. And, you know, the general um, feeling in the marketplace is that what we've seen so far is going to be nothing compared to what we're going to see when yes. the borders open. Is, is, that, is that the sense that you get? Uh, definitely. I mean, we, we were just a bit on the cusp of it before Brexit. Then we were on the cusp after Brexit. And now COVID has obviously put another delay in the works. But in reality, what we're seeing is enormous pent up demand. So we speak to our clients all the time from everywhere across the globe. And they are very, very keen to get here and spend money. These are buyers from uh, mainland China, Hong Kong, the Middle East, India, and interestingly enough, a big uptake, uptick in activity from the uh, United States. So we know these buyers are keen to get here and spend money. Um, so the, the Mayfair market, as you say, is, is, has always been um, quite international. Is there anything about the market that you have been able to recognize evolving during lockdown? Has there just not been enough activity to know? It, no, I, I think it's difficult to, to use metrics when you haven't got activity of any great degree in the market. Um, obviously, you're dealing with clients there that own properties that do, don't necessarily need to sell. So a lot of them have been prepared to wait and we've advised them to wait. We can't predict when it's going to change because obviously, whereas we're heavily vaccinated in the UK, some of the countries these people are coming from don't have the same vaccination program in place. So they have to wait for that. But our prediction is certainly not until the end of this year, but more likely early next year, there's going to be a wall of money coming into the UK. And I always find that, you know, the, the word from the street, as it were, how we see things is quite different to how it gets reported in the media. Yeah. And as you say, a lot of people who hold property in Mayfair can afford to wait. So would you say that the market over the past years, a couple of years has just been flat or you've seen a change in prices? It's been static. I mean, if you look at the indexes, they tend to indicate a slight drop in prices of between three and five percent, depends who you listen to. We've just seen static because, again, referring to the wealthy owners in Mayfair, they don't need to sell. So a lot of them have just sat back and waited for an improvement in the market. So yeah, we've, we've seen a static market, but this has been going on for a long time. This lack of price rises has been going on pre the Brexit argument. So there is a mood and a, a feeling that this is going to improve very quickly once the borders are open. And are you seeing sort of from a, from a development angle, are you seeing any new innovative ways of uh, approaching development or how the services are changing and what people are providing in, in, in creating homes for sale? Are you seeing any of that? There's a couple of things we've noticed. Firstly, we've noticed a move away from the very large single houses. 
with price tags of 40, 50, 60 million pounds, developers are uh, wanting to diversify a little bit and have lower entry prices into the market. Of course, in Mayfair, a low entry price for an apartment would be 20 million, so it is relative, but that's, we've seen that. We've also seen that people are building apartments, are making them what we now call COVID friendly. So, for example, you'd have uh, eye recognition rather than fingerprint recognition. You don't, you don't have to touch anything. There's ways that you can operate internal passenger lifts. So there's only one person or two people in at a time. So all of these changes are taking place in direct response to COVID. Um, going back to the big homes of 40, 50 million pounds, um, this shift in, in, in demand and I suppose supply, you know, it's partly um, related to the tax changes that we've all experienced since 2013, the stamp duty that you have to pay, yeah. keeping them empty, you have to pay. So are you seeing any signs of those type of homes actually being provided as rentals? There has been a growth in the rental market for the super prime homes, yes. And, and in fact, the, not only a growth in availability, but a growth in demand. So we're lucky to have done some very important rentals on some very large properties. Having said that, the stamp duty surcharge of 2% for overseas buyers has come in, or is coming in, and we don't believe that actually is going to have any effect on the super prime market because if you look at London compared to other what they might consider super prime markets across the globe, it's still relatively good value. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for talking to us. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the London Property Podcast. Head over to londonproperty.co.uk and subscribe to our newsletter to receive latest updates.